about these rant. This rant is going to be about what is the purpose or what does an editor do in comics. The only reason I ask, I think a lot of folks see an editor's job is more of catching grammar mistakes or spelling mistakes. But I think there's a little bit more than that. I'll just take, for example, when I edit a book, if I read a story, I want to try to make sure that what you're reading makes sense. If you're going to go from one new location to another location, I think you should add a caption. If you use a word that is not common knowledge or you use an acronym in the book for the first time in a book, I think you should add a caption, explain to the reader what the term or the acronym means. Another situation that I see that is not addressed, sometimes when you are showing us a, a bunch of brand new characters, they're not as established as a Marvel or DC character that everyone knows about that has 30 plus years of history. So a lot of folks are aware of. If you don't have the character's name mentioned within the first few panels of that page, I think that you should apply a caption that tells you who the character is. It's something that I notice in a lot of indie books that they take for granted. You're writing a story because you're the creator. You know who this character is. You have uh, probably a whole backstory and a whole Bible produced about who the character is. But you have to understand that you're introducing this character to the reader and they're taking a chance on your book and they have no idea who that character is. So a lot of indie books don't take in consideration is those little captions where you would see in a comic book when you used to read where it said, see issue 134, Ed, where this event took place. Usually when you were a kid in a comic book and you found out Spider-Man issue 134 had some really important issue based on what this guy just said, you wanna go get issue 134 to go read it. If you just think about it in this way, you are literally pointing to the reader, hey, this is an issue you might wanna read if you wanna find out more about that. In a business sense, it logically connects one book to another book and can make a potential sale of that book that's just mentioned. So to me, captioning and those little bubbles where they're always saying explanations of what words mean, events that happen in other books can definitely point you to another book or even another person's product to read. That's why the way I create books, I try to reference things from other indie books and create a link with my caption that mentions the title. So a person will be like Legend of Willpower or might see Team Up in Time and Space. I want them to actually go check those books out. Maybe they'll Maybe it's something that interests them. And the reason I usually do that is I always take books that I think that I enjoy. And if I have a concept that I like, I usually will ask the creator for permission to use that. And then I will reference their book. So hopefully that the person who's reading my book might say, hey, what is this book? Let me go take a look at it. I just think it helps create almost a world, even though your book is brand new and these are a bunch of other indie titles that might be disparate. It's one way you can create some kind of cement between these books where you can promote each other with simple things as a little caption referring to a concept or an event in another story that might make somebody go pick up that book. The other thing I think like when you're editing, you should also be making sure that the story makes logical sense. So if you have a situation where you have a character walked into a room 
and he sees a person that was just sitting there and yell, you bastard, and just, just punch him and then they go into a big fight. I mean, the fight might look great and the art might be fantastic, but as a reader, why is he angry with this guy and why are they, they fighting? I think as a storyteller, you should be able to establish why that just happened. So to me, as an editor, it would be something I definitely point out to the writer and even to the artist. Hey, this doesn't really make that much sense. You should you should really look at that. All right. So I'm going to take a quick break and have you hear about our sponsor. And then when I get back, we'll continue. Okay, we're back from the break. So, as I was saying before, the motivation of characters and why they're doing something is kind of important. Another thing is, I understand having an editor as the extra set of eyes, but I use both of my kids as editors also because I do a complete comic book by myself. I'm the writer, the artist, um, the colorist, and I do a edit of the story while I'm putting it together and doing the art. But then I also have my daughter who's really good at grammar. I look over some of what I have. She catches mistakes with spelling. She catches mistakes with tenses. She also has caught mistakes where there's extra words or words are missing. Pretty good for at such a young age. She's 11 currently. I even had my younger son. He also reads and every once in a while he catches missing words or grammar mistakes too. But the thing that I use him for is flow of the word balloons on the page. So what will happen is I tell him the rule is left to right, top to bottom. Then I'll have him look at a balloon layout that I have on a panel and ask him which one you would read first. And if he reads it in the flow that I think that you should read it in, then everything's great. And if not, I'll ask him sometimes, why did you read that one? and not this one and then when i read through dialogue if the way he says he would have read it makes a little bit more sense i'll try to rejigger the balloon that way i even had a situation where i had a piece of dialogue that made a statement and then asked the question and i had the char the second character respond to the statement and then answers the question afterwards and my daughter was looking at it and she goes you know that does not make sense so you should take that question and put it in its own balloon, have them respond to the statement and then answer the question second. And it was a really good point. So I followed her advice on that and I changed it. That's some of the things that I think editors are supposed to do. Also, if you're going to do something that's like a period piece and it needs to be historically accurate, I also will do research and try to find out if what that person is writing jives with what was going on at the time another thing as an editor i personally try to do if you have the characters that are speaking and this is a friend of mine who pointed out the way i was writing my book all the characters had a very similar speaking pattern and if all your characters sound the same it'll be very hard to differentiate who's saying what 
and it also makes it hard to follow like what's going on sometimes in speech balloons or the way the balloons are laid out so it's a very interesting thing that you consciously say that would a 10 year old say something like a 30 year old you you, you want to make sure that the voices of the characters stay authentic because i've seen that in a book where it starts off the kid is talking like a 10 year old and then by mid panel you'll see something where the kid sounds like he's saying something a 30 year old would say and it completely breaks you from what you're reading you're just like where did that come from if the kid started talking out like a 30 year old means he had a very high level of vocabulary and that's how he speaks it wouldn't have been a problem it's just that it shifted from street slang 10 year old to 30 year old college graduate father of two it breaks you from the flow the other thing that I see also that you have to worry about I take into account as a letterer it's how much words do you put in a balloon uh, and if I'm editing a book and I'm noticing that you have like five six sentences in a word balloon I would tell the letterer to break that up I have a rule where I actually don't like having more than two sentences per balloon even if it's a long sentence even if it's no stop no one of the no's would be in its own balloon and then stop no would be in another balloon it's a rule that I follow and what I've noticed is it helps with readability when you have really gigantic word balloons with a lot of words in them it turns me off like if there's gonna be that much reading I want to read a novel I don't want to read a comic book because if you have to explain or say that much in a balloon and you can't split that balloon and push that balloon into different bubbles so it's like reading in a flow I'm not gonna read it I have a book that I'm having trouble finishing simply because of that because there's just too many words in the balloon Another one that I've noticed is you have a book that's wordy, that's got words in every panel, panel after panel after panel. Characters can't stop talking, they're loquacious, dropping so many words every chance they get. And then you'll go to a page where there's no dialogue at all. And you don't fully understand what you're reading or what's going on. And this writer and the storyteller who could not stop talking the page before gives you a page of blankness and the way the artist interprets it you have no idea who's who or what's what and I've had that happen in books too which it, it, it kind of frustrates me if the editor is looking only for if the words are right if the grammar is correct if the punctuations are correct but it's not looking at does the story make sense is, was that enjoyable to read? Did it help? I, I've seen mistakes where a character is using a axe and one of the characters said a sword. It's a simple mistake, but I'm wondering if an editor read that and let this go just because all the grammar was correct, but when you read the story, there is no sword in the picture, there's just an axe. How did that get through? How did you not catch that? So it's something that's a, a little bit confusing to me and it's something that I think should be looked at. Okay, we're gonna take a short break and then we'll come back and wrap up this rant.
and we're back. I think the role of an editor should be to try to help make the story better and cleaner. I don't think you should be changing a story, but as an editor, I will suggest things sometimes to say, okay, wouldn't this help make the story flow a little bit better? And it's a suggestion. I'm never saying, hey, this is the way it needs to be because I'm the editor, but I do suggest things. And if a person goes with the suggestion, that's great. If they don't, that's also fine. If what's there is not bad, I won't fight you on that. But if I'm reading a story where the, the logical connections or what's going on doesn't make sense, I, I might fight you as the editor saying like, nah, we need to do something. If not this, we need to do something at least to make this make a bit more sense. The other thing I also notice sometimes too, as a rule, after a script is given to you as a letterer, you're not supposed to change that script. <laughs> but the thing is, I find out that if you're looking at the script and you have a bunch of dialogue that does not really help you move the story forward, doesn't give you any ideas or further any characterization of these characters that are on the page, give you an idea of how they think and how clever or how smart or how manipulative they are, then I think the dialogue is wasted. So I have the tendency to do a uh, a script assist where I will change dialogue to make it at least meaningful to the scene that you have. And it, it's to kind of show you relationships between characters, to also show you if a character is brilliant, you want to sh show some of that brilliance, show some of that manipulation. And to me, that's what dialogue is supposed to do. At least use it as a way to build up the character. Just to be clear, of course you will pass the script edit or the assist by the creator. It's not just change it and they're stuck with it. It's definitely something that I will speak with the creator about. And this is what I mean by when I letter, I kind of also edit at the same time and actually have the creator look it over too. I mean, I thought this was gonna be a short topic. I could go on, but that's what I think like if you're going to have an editor and especially if you're working with in the indie space the only way you're going to basically break through because you don't have the budget you don't have the advertising presence or even the familiarity with the fans out there just yet I think the best way for you to be able to create something that will draw people in is to create the best product you can and you want to make sure that it's solid and it's well done and it also is entertaining and I think part of the job of an editor is to help do that it's not just to check to see if words are spelled right and if punctuation is correct and that's really what my take is on it so this is something that's been floating around my head for a while and I wanted to ask questions on it. I think I'm also going to post uh, a question on it in some groups to find out what are some people's take on it. And I might do a second part because this is a pretty long rant. Um, but that's it for now. Um, thanks for listening. And as I always say, keep your eyes, your ears, your heart, and your mind open. Till the next rant.